Napoleon Hill quote that says the greatest opportunity is where you are right now. So if we can create classroom settings where school is not an obligation, it's more of an opportunity by having them solve real world problems, have them produce and create things on their own. Um, that's where you're really going to get the buy-in. Um, and it just so happens with business, you know, you do have the uh, tangible benefits of some, some, some monetary benefits at the end. So I find by having them invest, even though it's a small sum, um, it, it becomes very real for the teenagers right away. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start Ed Up podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. Today, we have on Ryan Kelleher from Charlottetown Rural High School in Prince Edward Island, Canada. Ryan runs an entrepreneurial program that I just fell in love with because this guy is doing things, and he's doing things and also being transparent about it. You're going to hear from his two students. You're going to hear them talk about passion and branding and getting things done. Uh, but mostly you're just going to hear some of the journey of a successful program. Uh, you can find Ryan at Superstar Curriculum, uh, and I'll have all the links below on that. Uh, but just listen to some of the student mindset in this podcast. I think that you're going to love it. All right, without further ado, Ryan Kelleher. All right, joining me now from Prince Edward Island is teacher Ryan Kelleher. Ryan, thank you so much for being on. Hey, Don. Thanks a lot for having us. We're really excited to be here. Yeah, I like that we're having us. So you've got some students with you. Uh, please introduce yourselves. Yeah. Uh, I'm Aiden O'Rourke. And I'm Jean Bulger. And they're both grade 11 students in uh, in our school. And part of my class, we're, we're, the, we're an entrepreneurship class here at Charlestown Rural High School. Yeah, that's what I love uh, about this the most. So for those of us that don't know where Prince Edward Island is, describe that. Yeah, so we are... Canada's smallest province, and uh, a lot of ways we're kind of maybe like the Hawaii of Canada, I guess. Um, beautiful beaches in the summer. It's pretty cold here right now, but uh, it warms up in the summer, and we're, we're, we're pretty small. We're only about 150,000 in our entire province, and uh, sometimes we're left even off the map. When, when you see a map of Canada, you may not even see us. All right. Well, first of all, thank you guys for being on the show. Uh, we had talked earlier. Um, tell everybody a little about what you guys have got going on there in your class. Yeah, so this is a grade 11 elective class um, at Charlton Rural, and it's entrepreneurship 521 is, is the code. And um, essentially what the class is, is it allows students to form their own businesses, um, invest their own real money into their startups, um, idea generation, all the way up to marketing, all the way up to uh, production and sales. And they run a eight week sales program. And then at the end, they um, liquidate their businesses, close down their businesses and distribute hopefully profits um, after the eight weeks. So they take on shareholders at the start of it and uh, they create a shareholders report at the end of it. That kind of summarizes their process during the course. I love that, especially considering it's this uh, focus, this, this short of time. Um, so I want to have one of the students uh, talk about this. When you say shareholders, what does that look like? Uh, well, you have you can get family members or people outside of your group to invest into the company. I think the max per one share is $10, $20. And then you can have as many shareholders as you would like. Uh, personally, our group, four members – we each invested uh, twenty dollars, and that was our starting capital for our business. I okay, 
as we speak, I'm jotting this down because I mean, I, I love this. This is one of the reasons why I love the podcast is hearing ideas like this. I have never heard, um, and I'm sure it probably exists, but uh, you know, having shareholders within your school, I mean, obviously moms and dads and aunts and uncles count, but I love the idea that you're selling shares of your company within the school as well. That is awesome. Uh, back to Ryan, where'd you guys come up with this idea? Yeah. So I, I started teaching this course, uh, I guess, five years ago now. And, um, I partnered with junior achievement Canada and I, do you guys have junior achievement down there? We do. Yeah. So it's junior achievement or, or, or I think there's real world scholars too. There, there's a few organizations out there, but we partnered with junior achievement and they have a in company school program and, uh, they come in and, and they, they really kind of work with us to, to deliver the program. And one of the best parts is with that program comes a community mentor so during this whole process, um, a business leader from the community comes in on a weekly basis and all the companies, they update um, the community mentor on their own businesses and they get feedback and, and there's kind of a pitch process every week to the, to the mentor and kind of junior achievement comes along the ride with us and uh, it's a beneficial process for, for both the students and, uh, and for me as, as a teacher because they're a great resource to have. Okay, so you've got two students on, and I'm sure they're there for a reason. I'm sure they're great students. Um, talk to me about what you guys yeah, are doing. Fantastic. Awesome. Tell me about what you guys are working on. So we are Island Microgreens. We're selling young edible greens. Well, we were selling young edible greens. Uh, they're just like smaller versions of vegetables. They're 40% more nutritious than the full-grown vegetable. And, yeah, so we basically sold in a grow-it-yourself kits. And these are um, vegetables that you can grow within two weeks. And our whole like premise of the idea was to provide like, you know, a fresh, healthy lifestyle to families. And especially this time of year where we're at, it's hard to get very fresh food. This food, it's uh, right from, you know, you're growing it yourself to you're eating it yourself. So that was the whole premise of our business. And, and one and one thing that they didn't mention that I thought was noble, and it actually ties in with, with I think something that something similar to what your students have done in the past. Don is they have a corporate social responsibility component to it. Do you guys want to speak to that a little bit? Uh, sure. Uh, so from every product sold, we donated fifteen percent uh, to Farmers Helping Farmers, and that's a local organization in our province that donates money to. I'll actually go to Kenya and they help with relief projects and they're right about agriculture in Kenya. So we donated a hundred dollars to that organization. And that goes to things such as purchasing grow bags so they can grow their own vegetables in their communities and such as seeds and pitchforks, things that can help them thrive and you know do better. Okay. So now the thing that's really crossed my mind, say that things are going really well. Um, and you don't want to give it up after eight weeks. Like, are you guys encouraged to keep going? Yeah. So actually I think Aiden can probably speak best to this. Um, yeah. So we, me and Jane have decided to keep on, keep it going. And what we're doing is that our mentor that has, uh, helped us throughout this, he works at a restaurant. Um, and he said that he can help us get into the restaurant business and the salon microgreens. They're very popular for garnishes and also for uh, adding into different dishes and to salads. So what we've doing, instead of selling like the grow it, growing plants, we're harvesting them, packaging them, and then we're hoping to sell them to different restaurants. And we're in the process of doing that currently. 
That's awesome. And so some of your other students have, have they been encouraged to keep going as well? Or are yeah, you, so we, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. We've had businesses in the past that have kind of continued on after the eight weeks. It, it's different for every group. I mean, for some groups, the eight weeks is enough for them to kind of get their feet wet and, and, uh, and then they kind of close the business down while other groups are pretty eager to keep on going. We, we had one group this year that in the eight weeks they had over $7,000 in sales and they, and they seem to be pretty eager to continue on, but it may not be the entire group that continues on. It may just be one or two people from the group that kind of carry forward. And that's, that's the case in uh, Aiden and Jade's group as well. There were four in the group, but, but two of them are going to carry on. So they close the business officially and they'll just reopen the business on their own. Okay. Well, that, that was kind of my next question because I mean, sometimes, and, and I struggle with this some with my own students is that if, if, if it's treated like school, it'll be treated like school. And if right. they, they treat it like their business, then obviously the ownership is, is different and the level of interest is different. So what are you doing to like encourage that this isn't just school kind of attitude? Yeah. So, I mean, with me as a teacher, there's kind of two quotes that kind of bring my philosophy to teaching forward. And, and one is an Oscar Wilde quote. And, it, and it's that to live is the rarest thing in the world. And most people just exist. That is all. And for me, that can't be more true in a school setting at times. Um, for the last 10 years, as my 11th year teaching, for the last 10 years, there's so many students I see that come in the door and they kind of just fight their way through the school day and then leave. Um, so the second quote that kind of, I think maybe as a solution to that is a Napoleon Hill quote that says, the greatest opportunity is where you are right now. So if we can create classroom settings where school is not an obligation, it's more of an opportunity by having them solve real world problems, have them produce and create things on their own. Um, that's where you're really going to get the buy-in. Um, and it just so happens with business, you know, you do have the, uh, tangible benefits of some, some, some monetary benefits at the end. So I find by having them invest, even though it's a small sum, um, it, it becomes very real for the teenagers right away. That's awesome. I, I, yeah, I, I love that just because, man, you know, when we start talking about, you know, we're preparing our kids for the future, you know, like you said, the Napoleon Hill quote, you know, where you are right now is your future. So I, I love that kind of mindset. Um, speaking of mindset, I'm going to turn it back to one of your students, whoever wants to go first. Um, a, a big thing that I've always seen with kids that are successful in entrepreneurial ventures is, is that mindset. Um, when did you start forming this kind of, I'm going to make things happen on my own uh, or be entrepreneurial mindset? Was this a thing that you were born with or has this been developed through the class or a combination? Uh, well, I think like to have that mindset, people kind of like have it or, or maybe you don't have it as much, but I think that what the position that, uh, you're in that, like, you know, some people can buy into the course or some people just, you know, you're just doing it just to get the mark. But if you really buy into what like Mr. Callahan and, and Brent are trying to teach you and trying to get you to fall for, like it, you really start to like believe in this and believe in yourself and you know it's not like a, a competitive environment but like at the same time you want to work to the point where you know you want to see yourself succeed and you know you want to match up to the other groups in the classroom as well so I think like you know before coming in here I definitely had that kind of an entrepreneurial mindset but just this course kind of just reinformed that. 
And then the environment that you're in, uh, like, uh, do you guys kind of feed off of one another? Because that, that's the one of the things that we thoroughly enjoy at our class is that we have an environment. This is like, I would say all we do, but you know, the, 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 uh, what is that? The synergy in the room usually helps. Has it been a help for you guys just to be kind of in one place at one time? Definitely. I think it's, um, our class every week we did like a new, um, you had to say what you did that week with your company and it was really cool because you wanted to impress the other companies, basically. Yeah, and yeah. Then you fed off each other's energy, and like you felt really proud for the other people when they got the sales they wanted to get, and like it, it just. And we all like all contributed to, excuse me, um, to each other's companies as well. Like we were like, oh, that's a super cool company. I want to buy some of your stuff. So it's all just like we were all just really excited to help each other out and to get our ideas out and everything like that. It was really cool. Yeah, it's almost like a reverse peer pressure. Because <laughs> uh, we, exactly, we, we yeah. had something very similar that, that like we called it, well, we had a BS meter. This was a couple of years ago that you know, like, I, I treat each year differently, but one class in particular wanted a BS meter. So they'd go around in the semicircle and they'd talk about what, they, what their breakthroughs were this week. And when they had the kid go, said that like, I'm working on some stuff or I'm doing a thing. <laughs> we'd, yeah. we'd, go, we'd go, uh-huh, meter's going off. Because <laughs> yeah. there, was a, there was like this accountability that, we didn't want you to fake it or we didn't want you to treat it like a class. Like, you know, Oh, I did my assignment. Now get off my back. We wanted you to be successful. And so in a lot of ways, what you're talking about is just that it's like this reverse peer pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like a lot of the qualities and the, and the habits that you develop through a, the collaboration of, of, you know, coming up with the business idea and running it, but also the journey itself with, with the resilience and the persistence and problem solving that's, involved in that a lot of that stuff isn't necessarily assessed from a curricular standpoint so it's good to have the camaraderie and have the students and have the, the mentor come in to kind of give that feedback on how they're doing with a lot of these soft skills that are going to help them beyond you know um, the grades that they get on their transcripts so let me ask you a question is this a, a one semester class is it a year class what is it so yeah it run, it runs each semester so there's two sections here in our school so it so it ran from September, September right until we just finished our last exam this morning. Um, they presented their final presentations, and uh, and then it'll start up again next week with a new crop. Well, th- yeah, I, I think that's that's great. Although I will say, man, um, I, I'm sure you've had some years that as the kids were leaving, you're like, no, don't go, because um, you guys were just kind of getting started. I, I would assume, right? Oh, definitely, and I, I think I'll let them speak to that um, in a second, but. With the tough thing about this is just the the eight weeks kind of event. It, it's it's really short. So you know in how the way business works is it's different for everybody. So there there are times where some businesses are really just gaining traction. You know, in week four and five or six, and then they only have two weeks left. Um, where others are kind of you know right off the gate they're successful. So it is really tough that it kind of closes down at the end of those eight weeks because of our semester system. But that's where some individuals decide to step up and continue to carry the business on, on their own. Um, which is, which to me is the ultimate Testament that, you know, it was a successful experience for them because they're carrying it on without any attachment to, um, school. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, that, that would be my only fear, um, is that right when they're about ready to launch, um, is like in our class, you can take it for more than one year. Uh, just because right. in a lot of ways, they're almost like graduate assistants. They know the process and they come back and they kind of, you know, they're help uh, for the other students. So, so walk me through some of your process from, you know, 
uh, being one semester, obviously it's, it's very focused. It's very intense. What do you guys start off with? Yeah. So we, we do a very quick blitz on essentially just the importance of entrepreneurship in the economy and, and, and how much we rely on it just so they have the foundational knowledge of how important this work really is. But then we really just dive right in. Um, we get into some, you know, some creative thinking tools and some idea generation and, and uh, they form their groups and they have a couple of days to come up with their business concept and they present it and we tease it out a little bit. And then they come up with, you know, we run through the program where they come up with their company name and company mission, company values and business objectives. And then we really get into kind of the the forecasting of all that and the research around um, cost and pricing and shipping, if if that's part of it. Um, And once all that's solidified and it looks viable, then they really kind of carry through with their business. Um, And a lot of that is part of coming up with the marketing plan for how they're going to get their message out there because they get so wrapped up into it. And then they realize that no one knows about their businesses, but them. And so then it's a whole marketing blitz for the, for a couple of weeks to um, get their name out there, raise the awareness and interest so that they can get some sales. Um, so it happens quickly, but we try and stay as focused as we can while giving them some freedom to be creative. Um, I guess maybe I'll let them speak a little bit about it. Uh, yeah. Like there's a lot of things that we do that, you know, doesn't happen in this class and that, you know, you kind of have to take that initiative to go ahead and do some of these things like setting up, you know, social media accounts, you know, posting ads on, you know, local websites and uh, advertising it out there in the you know real world. And we went to things like, you know, craft fairs and different events that, you know, you're literally like giving up an, an entire weekend to do this. Yeah. You're not getting any marks for it, but I think that's just the whole part about how this is so different than any other course, how you, you really fall into it and you really enjoy, you know, you're putting in a lot of this hard work, but you, but you really enjoy it at the same time. And so it's worth the sacrifice. Definitely. Yeah. Like the class is basically like you can do your, do your business and get the marks and not actually like get the money you want or whatever. But like, if you actually take your business and make it a business and you go to these selling events, you're getting the money and you're, making your brand like well-known kind of thing in the community and it's not just in a classroom kind of thing yes oh my gosh you had me at branding no so what i love (laughs) about what you guys are doing a is that you care b is that like this is economic development like it drives me nuts when people treat an econ course like just school and it's not because what you guys are doing is you're, you're taking things to market i'm still blown away you guys get shareholders um but like this is economic development. Some of the things, like, like obviously not, every, well, heck, the average entrepreneur is like, what, 10% successful? Exactly. And then they have to keep exactly. adapting. So no matter what, like even if your product just sucks, that's cool because you're going to find out yeah. that it sucks and that's cool. And so I, I dig that. And I also like the fact that you guys just kind of keep going, that you don't treat it like, you know, something with disdain. You treat it like it's, you know, your contribution to the world. So, and, I, and, and the last thing is, and I'll go back to the branding, you know, I think that's maybe one of the most important things that you guys are doing. And, 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 and I'll definitely try to help you through this podcast is that when you like when people are bashing public education or even private education, whatever, like you guys aren't doing anything relevant, then you're over there waving your arms going, hello, we're over here. <laughs> um, and, and that you guys could, I mean, like you guys could be employing people someday. 
Like I, I can't, well, I understand why people say like, we're always saying, well, we need to know that our students are employee ready. I'm like, forget employee ready. They're employer ready. I, I like exactly. the fact that you guys are wanting to employ people, not just be, you know, contributing to somebody else's business and instead of running your own. So hats off to you. All right. So, wow. No, I, I've loved all this. Um, do you guys have like a, a common landing place where we could check out some of the things you're doing or is it individual branding? It, it's mostly all individual branding. They set up their own, like every company sets up their own social media account, sets up their own, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever the case may be. So they all kind of take on their own. They all have um, social media or, or, or marketing VPs in their company, and they all kind of go about it their own way. But over the over the semester, I just kind of, because we did our final numbers, but over the semester, um, we've, we had one, two, three, we had seven companies run and we've, we had over $7,000 in sales, um, over $700 in community donations and over $2,500 in profit in those eight weeks. So it was a very successful um, course. And the great thing is, is that not every group was successful, but the groups that weren't successful oftentimes learn more than the ones that were wildly successful because the reality is, is that that's not always the case. And, you know, sometimes you can kind of jump off with a good idea and find success immediately where other times you got to work a lot harder for it. And you see the whole spectrum um, in the course, which is very valuable because um, everyone sees it because, because we're always working so closely together. I love that. All right, Ryan. So here's your, here's your last pitch. Uh, tell everybody where they can find more about you. Uh, and if anybody has questions about your program, send them someplace. Where are you at? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm pretty active on Twitter and my, my, uh, my at is superstar curriculum and, and my website is ryankelleher.com. And I'm actually, actually I published a book called the superstar curriculum that helps teenagers identify the qualities and habits that will be uh, allow them to be successful in life that aren't explicitly taught in class. And a lot of it actually is born out of teaching this course. That's awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on, especially with some students, get that proof on there. Uh, I will uh, definitely circle back with you guys. And if there's anything I can do to help you guys out and, um, you know, spreading the word of what you do, just please include me. Uh, you've, you've got an ally here definitely with us. So, uh, yeah. Sure. Thanks a lot, Don. And I, I know you made Jade's day because she's a podcast junkie. So she, she, she definitely have a new <laughs> listener for sure. And, awesome. uh, and, 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 and we were all listening to your podcast before, uh, before we got on today and, and we'll definitely be following along. So we wish you all the best as well. All right. Ryan Keller, thank you so much for being on. Great. Thanks, Don. Take care. Well, there you have it. Ryan Kelleher and his two students. What I love about this is that, guys, we talk about student voice, and this is it. These students are doing it, and I am excited as all get out. And one thing I'd love for you guys to do is, if you were inspired by this, A, share it. But I think that these students and Ryan would really appreciate uh, some feedback. So, by all means, uh, the links are below. Give them a shout-out. Uh, and if you're enjoying this, maybe you uh, seek some advice or, you know, kind of lean on them for advice on if you wanted to start your own entrepreneurial ventures in the class as well. All right. That's all we have time for today. This is Don Wetrick reminding you again that opportunities are everywhere. Thanks so much for joining us.